of the console ninjas podcast this is me jay stokes uh back after a little short break and i'm joined today by willie thompson Stu cullen and derek ritchie hello boys are we really good at the episode 50 like that hello <laughs> that's 50 ish isn't it right so uh obviously people who've been listening or haven't been listening because we haven't had any shows out uh you've noticed we've been away for a little while uh various things i'm not gonna bother with all the usual um excuses that we do but you'll notice something slightly different on this show. We've decided we're going to go to a slightly less edited format. So expect more fuck-ups like the one I've just had there. Expect more piss-taking out of people who do things wrong. Um, and expect to hear a bit more of the banter that we usually take out. Expect the uh, unexpected. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know what to expect, to be honest. But uh, we're going to try and get back into the flow of things. Obviously, we've been away for a while. So we're just going to do a quick and easy show today to try and get used to the new format and uh, just to get back in your ear rolls, really. And the subject of today's show is going to be Eurogamer, because we all went to Eurogamer last weekend and had a wonderful time, as we always do. So we're going to talk all about that. So who wants to start us off with their epic journey, Will, to Eurogamer? <laughs> so, um... I got there just in time, didn't I? I was, I was there at nice and early the first day. <laughs> just just in time for what? For it to close? <laughs> we turned the show off about, about half past one or something. About half past yeah, fucking Wednesday. Basically, I, I slept in for my train. <laughs> <laughs> so of all the years, all the year, all the days of the year that you're going to sleep in, the day that is bigger than Christmas in all of our calendars, you decide you're going to sleep in and miss your train by 10 minutes. See, if you're going to do it, do it epically and do it by an hour. It's a bit more complicated than that, though, mate. Um, I'm sure it is, but this story sounds as yeah. good as it is. <laughs> to be fair, mate, you should have just actually slept in until Sunday and then turned up with an hour to go with the thing. And then gone, oh, I'm here. Oh, no one else is. I, but I couldn't sleep the night before, you see. I was excited, so I ended up... I tried to go to my bed, but I ended up like not falling asleep until about an hour and a half before I had to wake up. <laughs> and I slept right through the alarm. Doing it wrong. Also, wrong. I probably could have made it in time for the train when I woke up, but it was one of them ones I wasn't paying attention at the time. And by the time I noticed and was ready to leave, I was like, I've got seven minutes to make a train. <laughs> so. so you managed to get two games of FIFA in. <laughs> I have a bacon sandwich and got on the train. Yeah. Well, I, I did the Epic Women Coach journey and it was a load of old balls. So I'll do that again next year because it's cheap. <laughs> get so uh, what, was, what was everyone's accommodation like? Now? Would you get to, because obviously after last year's well-documented sleeping on the floor incident. I, in I the sex dungeon. We were, <laughs> in the sex dungeon. <laughs> I was determined we were going to have a bit of a better experience this time. So we had a pretty good room, didn't we, Will? We had a fridge and a kitchen and all sorts of stuff. It was cool. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else get themselves some rooms. Obviously, Stu had to have uh, his missus down there. Hello, Keith. Yeah. Um, she won't be. Uh, she will be. She will be. She'll be. She's wired, isn't it? Oh, no, it was sound. Um, yeah, we got a nice wee hotel at Ibis. Um, nine four of the old thing. Actually, I had a view this year. Such a strange thing a having view. a view. <laughs> a view? Yeah, London, it's at Kearsdale's Court. 
I know. I was, I was taken back by it. Um, but yeah, we'd, we'd have viewed it. It did the job. <laughs> well, we'd have I viewed had... it, Jess. Yeah, we had a few. Yeah. It, was, it was the miles away view, the very far distance from the event, wasn't it? We could see it miles away in the distance. We could actually spit on people in the queue. <laughs> That's how close we were this time. It's absolutely awesome. I did a couple of times as well. Oh, that's just gross. <laughs> I, I I was in the Best Take Western a... Dungeon this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, I've been booked into Best Western about five, six minutes away from the venue. I then got the key and he said, it's room 54. I thought, that sounds like it should be quite high. But no, it's actually down in the basement area it's... where I had a lovely view of a wall. Beautiful. Which is, uh, <laughs> that was great fun. Nice. Did you even have a window? Continuing the dungeon saga. Oh yeah, because I, I had to see the wall. So I had a window. <laughs> well, there we go. That's <laughs> the preamble anyway. We, we all had our little adventures. Uh, but we did get there, and uh, we went in, and we played some games. So shall we discuss the games this year? Obviously, we went there, and there wasn't anything massive this year that we're well, looking forward to. Obviously, last year we had the... Go on, sorry, Will. Just say it was a wee bit disappointing, actually. Like, not the games that we played, but just that there wasn't anything to scream and shout about, anything to go in a rush to queue up for in, in each of the mornings, was there? But then that's because we all know think... everything. It's so advertised beforehand that there is no point that you come into this and go, oh, there's something that they've never told us about. It's yeah, I kind of said that last year, didn't I? That it was going that way, and it's, yeah. it's just more and more evident. The more trailers that come out, really, the more leaks, the more blooming schedules for releases that come out. It's it's getting more, more and more like that. I think the problem this year was, but last year was with the Xbox One, we had the PlayStation Four, we had Titanfall. You had a whole load load of new stuff, you know. Whereas this year there was nothing really like no marquee, you know. No massive thing, whereas last year you had all those first-time big hitters, you know? I would say, though, to be fair, a lot of people were quite into Bloodborne. And I think that was a big pro for a lot of people. Yes! <laughs> so, that... And I know it's not necessarily a massively marquee thing, but I think that is... If you ask a lot of people, they probably would have put down, that down there as a reason to go. Yeah. If you asked John the Fish, you went and played it 19 times or something. <laughs> I don't know if he played anything else. I don't... I'm actually not aware of anything else that he played. <laughs> Did Delpha build not get released that weekend, but... Because I'm seeing people on Twitter that get codes to play it yeah. and at home. I noticed that. Went live around about the Saturday night. Fucking Aye. PlayStation 4 cunts. <laughs> That's this isn't that's not in a way of me saying I don't like the PlayStation Four. That's me saying I can't for having PlayStation Fours. I heard the jealousy dripping from your voice there. <laughs> so, but, like, what did people hit first? Because that's normally the first when you get into a show, whatever time you do get into the show, you always normally go for the one thing that you're kind of interested in the most. It's a bit that you go, really, I've come here to kind of see what this is like. So, well, I walked in, I walked in straight away with um, not a Doctor Dan off the. Uh, Pile of Shame PC podcast, and uh, we went to go to the toilets first of all. And the thing that was nearest <laughs> to the toilets when we had a wee was War Thunder on Oculus Rift. So I jumped straight on that. Um, there was nobody obviously queuing around or anything like that. And uh, I always love to have a go on the Oculus, and that's the sort of game that could really use the Oculus well, you know, really immerse you in that pilot role. 
and uh, I put it on, and it was just fantastic. They, they had the sound fucked up because they were still trying to sort it out. But um, the visuals of it, actually being in the cockpit of the plane, being able to look around, um, fly upside down, look at the mountains and stuff like that, it was just fantastic. It's that sort of game which could really make Oculus the, the thing for everyone to have, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I've always had a sneaky suspicion that Elite Dangerous should just come out. If it's not already, come out and just say, yeah, we have Oculus support, and then people will just lose their shit. Yeah, definitely. That's that's the sort of thing as well because um, obviously Eve Valkyrie's on there, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are playing that at the show. But that space combat thing where you need to be aware of what's around you—you you can actually look around with the Oculus yeah. and actually get get a picture of where you are in that battle. Fantastic. So cool. as always with the first year, is how long was the COD queue? I tend to define things by how long the COD queue is. About two and a half days. Yeah. COD was two my first game, so I was two fair, and a half hours in COD the first day. To be fair, we can talk about queues, but we'll get to that. <laughs> and quick, yeah, let's talk about let's talk about queues shortly. Yeah. What about you then, Dale? What did you play? Uh, I headed straight upstairs because my gut instinct said, being the over eighteen area, it's probably going to be the least populated straight away. And I jumped on the Evil Within, which will bring up a recurring theme that I will come to during these discussions, which is I think they picked the wrong bit to demo. Yeah, uh, they, <laughs> picked from chapter 9 so they gave you a very brief introductory video and then said right on you go yeah we haven't really kind of taught you any of the mechanics really but we're going to put you relatively far into the game and hey good luck and I spent a reasonable amount of my time sitting around going I just what's what's happening what am I doing why is oh I'm being chased I'm dead I'll try it again oh no same things happened and while I think the game shows promise, I don't know if that was the best way to make me want to play it more. I shit myself at that game. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I can say about that. In which case, I'm glad I went there first as opposed to last. The trouble is, I think it's very difficult for them to pitch a demo just right to please everyone. Because ideally you want the demo to show off some of the things you can do. But obviously you don't want to end game, like you said that one was, or, or, or late in the game, because you've got too much going on, you're not used to the controls. Yeah. But also you don't want to do the boring tutorial bit at the start. So trying to pitch it right in the middle is, is a bit difficult. I think um, something like the Titanfall one last year was ideally pitched because they, they gave you an overview of what you were going to do and, and a brief look at the buttons before you went in, told you what was going on, and, and you were you were forearmed, you know, and you wanted to go in and, and do your stuff. But with something like that, it's a single-player experience. Where, where do you pitch it? Well, that, that's the thing, because the mechanics are you can sneak up on enemies or you can shoot them, but when they're down, you have to go and burn them to make sure they don't get back up again. But if the screen goes monochrome, bluish-hued colour, you're being chased by something that you need to run away from, and that's a lot to take in, in like a two-minute video, and you just go, what, 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 what? And by that point, you're playing the game already. Yeah, I played the demo as well. Um, I think it was sick. It, it was chapter nine because chapter nine arcs back thematically and tonally to what Resident Evil was. Because you walk up mm. the drive to the gates, and when you open the gates, the big mansion's sitting there, and inside the mansion is very Resident Evil. You've got two sweeping staircases and that. The problem I found with it was. Um, it was too a puzzle-based orientation because me and Kelly played at the same time, and she collected puzzle pieces and actually got a wee bit further than me because she was trying to solve the puzzle, whereas I was just wanting to go in and shoot zombies to see <laughs> what combat was like. Um, 
I personally spend most the, the thing demo running away from things. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the thing was, the thing was, when I was talking to the guy, because the guy went to me, oh, you're in the save area, which was personally annoying. But then he went to me, I went to him, like, so where's the best place to go for an, an, an enemy encounter? And the guy basically went to me, we, we don't know because the enemies are randomly spawning. So you could walk into a room and have four, or you could walk in and have one. Now, when I was playing it, I get two fights, and then I get the ghost, and the ghost, because I didn't watch the video, I didn't realise the ghost is just there to basically push you forward, i.e. you can't kill him, and he will kill you, and at the end of the day, he killed me, and I was kind of like, ah, I'm wasting time here, fan arsing about with this when there was other games needing played, you know, but um, yeah. all that being said, I pre-ordered it, so make of that what you will, but it was really good, I really enjoyed it, it was Resident Evil 4 meets kind of Dead Space, meets a few other bits and pieces, it was really good. When you said with the um, that it's very Resident Evil, they heading up to the mansion. They've even nicked that the the men- the mechanic you said there about burning the bodies. They've nicked that straight out the Resident Evil the remake. Remake, they? yeah, yeah. It's it it shows a lot of its influences on its sleeve so far, which is no bad thing. But then it, is, it does it correct. There's the Resi guy in it, so yes, it's yeah. the guy that made. Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna use bits from games. If you're going to use bits from games, use bits that people really like. You know, yeah, it's exactly. fairly obvious, isn't it? Well, the bit yes. they so, the, um, the bit the, the bit where? Ah, oh, sorry. The bit they got me was the bit where you walked up the stair and the the big rope grabbed you and it pulled. You know how you, you played Dead Space Three, haven't you? Where you you get dragged out the the window and you need to shoot the bar at the top to shut the door. It was a bit kind of random. You walked in a room and it grabbed you and it's pulling. And you can tell it's a Dead Space inspired mechanic, you know. But I, I, I it kind of, it was really jarring because it's kind of like, does that mean there's going to be other like booby traps and well, there is an unkillable enemy into it, isn't there? Because they've already showed the ghost. So mm-hmm. how how much like a kind of Western influence is it going to have on the kind of Eastern concept? You know, and I wonder that because obviously having played Resident Evil and stuff that today, it's very kind of, it's very of its area or region, should we say? Whereas these things, i.e. the Dead Space influence and the kind of the kind of Western stuff leaking in, it's it's quite an interesting idea, you know what I mean? Because there's never really been a a a, 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 a an Eastern game that's really had a, a good grip on a Western concept, you know. So it'll be interesting to see. It's certainly going to be better than the recent Resident Evil games, anyway. So I'm I'm in for that game. So hmm. can I move us on then? <laughs> yep, from, from there you go, man. Go right. What you well, next? I guess talking about my first game getting into the place, I I was quite late to the show, but in the first yeah, it closed by the time you get there. But uh, <laughs> sticking to the horror theme, obviously, if anybody's listened listening to the podcast, they'll know the first game that I ran straight for was Alien Chloro- uh, Chloro- <laughs> <laughs> it Was uh, Alien yes, Was yes. <laughs> Alien Isolation? I was going to crack the joke. No need. <laughs> I was. We ran straight for Alien Isolation. You went there with me, Jace, and. I had a bit of a bad experience for that, didn't I? Cause, um... Yeah, I, I wanted you to go and play it because obviously, having played it rezzed, I, I got the jump scares and stuff out and I got the tension out of it, um, which I wanted you to experience being an Aliens fan and being a bit of a shite bag yourself. So I wanted you to uh, get yourself on there and I got the phone set up ready to record your uh, reactions and um, Most of the, the reactions. number of reactions was not. The reactions were. Ah! <laughs> But it was. I felt. Mo- it didn't make for the most funny video. I'll give you that. It was. Um, it was more like a kind of sympathy shop, just because the guy was stood there and I thought I better at least look a little bit scared. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, the problem was, as you say, it's a different 
demo from what you played at Res. It wasn't the the single player kind of campaigny mission. It was survival, the church and the survival map with a flamethrower, which I thought was a bit, uh, bit crappy. So, but also on top of that, I got a kind of broken headset as well, so I couldn't hear most of the game. You could kind of hear it, but I think that's going to be a massive part of the scares in that game is hearing the thing coming from behind you and hearing all the, the, the noises of it like rustling past things and stuff like that. But I didn't get any of that. Um, the only time I got a decent experience with it was when I tried to do... Um, I, I tried to play it with the, the, the motion tracker and just kind of wander through and try and see. And I sure enough, I got a, a wee bit of a fright when the thing appeared in front of me just because I was stomping around blindly. But I didn't get the best experience. Fortunately, uh, on the last day... Me and Jace got up and I got another go of it in a different booth um, upstairs. And I, I can see I'm going to like it, but still I don't think that demo was the best thing to show off, to be honest. The, the survival demo. But regardless, it's still going to be something that I'm going to get. Because I love Aliens and even if it's a crap Aliens game, I'll buy it. But I don't think it's going to be crap at all. Yeah, I, th- I thought you'd like it eventually, but uh, I'd love to have had that video. But the video I shot is now available. If you look at uh, Fat Guy Whimpering in the Dark on YouTube, you'll probably find it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, oh, mate. Dear. I appreciate it. That's all right, mate. I could. Um, yeah, talking about um, first games, obviously I-, I said I'd play War Thunder first, but that was only because it was-, it was there. But um, the one I went walking to and the one I went to go and play, which I've been looking forward to, obviously, as long as I've known about it, was uh, Sunset Overdrive. So I got into that really quickly on and thankfully it was the only time in the whole weekend I saw it with no queue so uh, that was a, a good little shout for me at the time um, did everybody else get to have a go yeah, on that? Well, I, yeah, I played it alongside you mate so. <laughs> oh you did yeah. yes you did yeah. so you've kind of been that late then. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about this uh, sliding about the place malarkey I don't know what I think about that we're, we're queuing up and you, you go to play the game and the guy's kind of giving you a wee quick like kind of blow by blow what's going to happen and what you need to do and they kept telling us you can't stay on the ground don't stay on the ground or else you're going to get swarmed and you're going to die so I spent because there was like three stages to the to the demo but it was like a horde mode with three different waves and the first couple of waves I spent grinding about like a maniac and trying to run on roofs but I think I got about two or three kills the whole time because I couldn't aim for anything when you're moving that fast uh, the, the last wave I decided you know what I'm not going to do this um, I hung about in the ground and I got all of my kills and I think I even managed to get more kills than you in the demo <laughs> just by staying on the ground in the last round. So I don't. Well, you know, you know why you scored more than me because I was jumping around trying to get out of the level and stuff. <laughs> <I just laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm not. I wasn't, even, I wasn't talking about the competition point of view. I'm just mere talking about I got the same amount of kills you got for the whole demo in the last round just by running about the ground and not grinding. So I don't know how much grinding about is going to actually help you in the game. I don't get it. It does help. I, think it was... I mean, I, I I basically played the multiplayer stuff that you and uh, Jace played. And I also played the single player mission uh, in one of the kind of private Xbox MVP areas. Ooh. And when you do that, the single player is much more sense towards you being grinding around and building up your building up your amp and using the weapons, because actually all the weapons actually lock on. You don't really notice it, but they do lock on to the enemies when you're grinding. You didn't right. explain it very well, but it does happen. Right. Uh, 
And is there I'm... a button to lock on or something? Because I never found that. No, they they automatically do it. They automatically track along and, and aim at the groups of enemies. So yeah, it, it it does kind of do that bit for you because you're going so fast. And you know, obviously, some people can do can aim like that, but um, the majority of us fairly normal people um, will struggle. So it does do that bit of aiming and, and helps you out a little bit. It doesn't hold your hand too much, you know, but it gives you a bit of um, a bit of an even playing field. The thing is. The game is actually not centred around you spending ages taking out enemies, at least in a single player. It's about you just having a kinetic movement throughout the level and taking off kind of little bits and bobs and little groups here and there. But the game is designed to keep you moving. It's not designed as your standard third person shooter where you stand in one area for about five minutes taking out all the enemies that are coming towards you because they will consistently respawn all the time. It's, it's more a case of you getting somewhere fast and stylishly while taking out the old enemies here and there on the way. I mean, I really That's enjoyed what... it. I thought it was great. After, I, the more I played it, the more I thought, yes, this is... If I've got a gun that explodes into a fireworks with Chinese dragons, I'm a happy man. And this is what I wanted from the game, that the, that, that kinetic motion. That, you know, obviously, because, I, I, as we've all said, I, I like um, the, the movement you've got in Titanfall and the mobility to get around the levels and stuff, and I wanted that, and that was definitely in there. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm ashamed I didn't get to play the old uh, single player but obviously I'm not as much of a, an Xbox MVP as you so I didn't get onto that but um, it was always going to be a must buy for me and I don't think that's changed at the moment it's very busy on the screen there's a lot going on especially in that 4 player mode but um, I think it's still got legs and uh, I think I've still definitely got my eye on it yeah yeah, it's definitely still on the purchase list in my, in my book at this point yeah so let's um, let's talk about the elephant in the room Jess because right after... I didn't see the elephant. Where was that? <laughs> no, that wasn't an elephant. That was a really bad Harley Quinn cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> that, exi- that was a thing that exists, yeah. Um, but right after playing Sunset Overdrive, me and you seen a fairly short queue for Evolve, didn't we? It was a fairly short and queue for Evolve. Evolve was yeah. probably the, my second most anticipated game of the show, um, between that and, and Colonial Marines. And so we jumped in that queue. <laughs> Shut up, Will. <laughs> it's always going to be Colonial Marines. It's always going to be it. <laughs> um, but anyway, it, it was my second most anticipated game. We've seen a short queue, and we still managed to have to queue up for, what was it, two and a half hours, Jess? No, it was three hours and nine minutes <laughs> we queued up for. And then how long did we get to play the game? Seven for, minutes. Seven whole minutes yeah. after a three-hour queue. The problem was, and I think the the game seems like it's going to be really fun. I like the hunting mechanics. Um, I like the idea that things running about and it's like disturbing birds and local wildlife. So you're getting those little um, messages on the screen, and it's telling you that. So it's basically telling you the last couple, the last location the thing was. So you have to kind of all run along there. I like the team-based stuff. I like the fact that we all had particular roles. Um, Derek was running about like mad, attempting to heal all of us because we were dying constantly. But the yeah. problem we found was uh, that we the, the wee guy that said he wanted to play as the monster, he said he'd never played it before. And if he hadn't played it before, he's, he's watched a bunch of fucking videos about that. He knew what he was doing and that because everyone else was going in and getting twenty odd minute goes on it. Um, they were getting proper goes of the demo, but we just got absolutely slaughtered when it came to it. The thing is, it, I think it's, it's a, quite a bad demo, and I don't know whether this is going to translate into the full game, because 
we we went into it not knowing really what the hell was going on. You've you've like I say, you've got those little visual cues of where the monster's been. Yeah. But at any one time, I never knew what direction the monster was in. And the very idea that all the monster player has got to do is run away until he's evolved a couple of times, turn himself into a badass that you can't really kill, and just come and stamp all over you, which is exactly what happened in those seven minutes that we were playing. Yeah. Um, watching through the curtain that other people playing before us, they were getting respawns, they were getting the 20-minute game, and, and really, I, I don't know what was going on, to be honest. I, 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 was, I was really disillusioned by the end of it. I don't understand either, because, yeah, as you say, we looked through the curtain, and there was a point in time where the people that played in front of us all four of them had died, but they all got to respawn on the map. But that never happened to us. We just died outright. We were gone after seven minutes. So I don't, I don't really get how we get stuck with a seven-minute demo after all that. And we felt pretty short-changed at the end of it. I still think it's going to be a very good game. Um, I, I, as I say, I really loved Left for Dead, and I think this is very much in the same ilk of it. I, I like the fact that we all have different abilities and skills and stuff like that so I don't know I think it's still one to watch plus we all we all got the codes for the alpha didn't we yeah oh, I could have got that without waiting for three hours we could have well. yeah we could have been a thing but I also did get my own back on the on the guys that were presenting though because they went to shake our hands afterwards and I just blanked him totally and walked straight yeah. past him <laughs> I'm not shaking your hand after that you fucking loser I think it's definitely a game that you the whole team even though they, you know, people emphasise, oh, you have to be talking and you have to do a lot of teamwork, whereas a lot of the time, you don't actually have to do that much chatting when you're playing a game. This one, it is absolutely paramount that the team talk. But I and think we were. But we, we all, all we were saying was, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> I have no idea. I think, I think that's the thing. Got... Is, you need to kind of do it a few times. One game isn't really going to be enough for you to figure out what your team dynamic's like, but because it's a show, you only ever get one shot. So that's well, I wasn't queuing up for three hours for another yeah. fucking go, that's for sure. Yeah, well, the other thing was we ended up on our team along with me, you and Jace. We had, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm doing air quotes here that no one can see, but we had the expert playing it alongside of us, who was basically telling us to follow him, and he was going to kind of tell us what to do and stuff like that. And we could, and and he, he was just talking shit. <laughs> we didn't know what was happening. Well, I spent most of the time, again, trying to get out the map and jetpacking around the place of parkour and across bricks. So I think that's why we lost. Quite, <laughs> <laughs> quite possibly, mate, quite possibly. Well, whatever it was, Evolve was a bag of bollocks. Our experience of Evolve was a bag of bollocks, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I can't wait to try the Alpha, though, and get a better experience with it. Yeah, definitely. Um, Stu, anything else that took your fancy you were playing? Um, yeah, well, my first game was, was COD, as I was saying, so... That was um, pretty cod-like, I suppose. Um, okay, move on. You got Anything to point to <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, um, played Aliens as well. Aliens was alright. Um, I know it was an alpha build. Clowny Marines. But after my... Oh, well, not quite. It's, <laughs> well, almost with the glitch. Um, what it was, was after my first attempt at it, I ended up spawning and then leaving the room. And when every time I left the room for the next four or five attempts, the alien spawned right in front of me at the door. When I open the door, and when you do that, you can't pretty much do anything. It just kills you. You can't run anywhere because it's kind of like entry point in the level. So that was a wee bit annoying. But hey-ho, there you go. Um, other things that were pretty good that I played was uh, Dead Island 2. Played it. It was pretty enjoyable. Um, is, is, it nice is, it any, is it any different than the first Dead Island, really? Is it just a nah, bit more complicated nah. in terms of the things you can craft 
or is it? It's just a nicer looking Dead Island. Well, what it was was yeah, it's a nice looking Dead Island, and then it was giving you like um, in the mission we did was the four years were in like kind of like autumn arena place, and it was like you had to do certain things to unlock perks. So we had to spend like do so much flame damage, and then what happened was you got the perky having like a flamethrower attached to your axe and stuff like that, and it was it was what? okay. It was I, I was me. What? Well, you know, you put a blue torch on the axe, so the axe would light, and then when you hit the guy, the first impact would do flame damage, and then it would recharge after a wee bit and heat back up, and then you'd be able to do more flame damage. It was okay. That sounds really um, cool. A bit more interesting was... It, it, it was okay. Um, a bit more interesting was Escape <laughs> for Dead Island, which is the last-gen Dead Island, which is kind of shell-shaded, kind of like first-person kind of Dead Island. But it's <laughs> not all what it seems. When is is that the when you play through it? That they're doing. That's not that's not the yeah, MOBA thing that they're doing. Because, no, because what it was was it's all in the guy's head. The guy's basically on Dead Island and he's trying to escape. But you play through some really stylized sections, like like black and white and red, like kind of nightmare sections, and then combat's really like kind of. It was okay, I liked the combat in it. It wasn't it is dead island combat, but it was in a third person realm. It's not as quick, it's a bit more methodical, you know. But um I really enjoyed it. It was it was quite good. Um didn't get to play Dying Light, but I wish I could have played Dying Light now that I've played Dead Island too, just to see how Dead Dying Light has now leveled up with it, you know. See that's that's the other thing I don't get. I played that last year. Dying Light, isn't that just a slightly prettier Dead Island? And with a bit of parkour in as well, just for a while. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's Dead Island with parkour, i.e. For all the previews I've seen, basically, in Dead Island, you just swing your axe and you can maybe jump a little bit. In that, you can climb poles and fences. and It sounds like a superior game. Plus, if it translates into it that you can play open worlds and you can actually kill survivors, then I think it'll be an absolute brilliant game because the idea is you come up and then it's the whole... DZ style standoff, friend or foe. Are they a friend or are they a foe? If I kill that guy, I'll get to keep all his stuff. You know what I mean? And stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's quite a really interesting concept for Dying Light. Plus, Dying Light also has the whole during the day, everything's cool, but at night, it all, all the shit hits the fan. And then it's got the whole base building thing. So during the day, you'll build defense, which was seen in Riptide. You can uh, build and fortify a position. And then at night they came for you. Uh, they, they came for you in Dino Riptide. Should I say? Well, in Dino Light, it's the same idea. You build electric fences and guns and traps and stuff. And then at mm. night, special zombies come to life and stuff. So it's kind of like um, a horde style mode they're putting in at night. But they say at night, if you go out at night, there's a bigger risk reward. So you might have to travel further alone and stuff. But the the the, the boat you'll be able to obtain will be better than that you'll get during the day because areas are so, more so. Yeah. So, so, sounds like Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does pretty it, much does it same, same idea as Minecraft. Eh? But the, the, <laughs> Any again, creepers on it? We've been the same studio. Well, I don't know yet. I've not seen them. But we've been the same kind of studio that did Dead Island because Dead Island 2 is getting done by Jaeger who did right. Spec Ops The Line and the Dead so. Island team are working on Dying Light. So, but they all have their really annoying Australian accents in it, which I, I just, I just don't like. Which is really so I guess, um, not against so I guess, Australia. Um, I just shut up. I guess take a fucking breath. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I guess the, uh, <laughs> the the next one I want to talk about would be um, Bloodborne, obviously. I know we mentioned it earlier, but we never really spoke about it. I was quite excited to play that, and I wasn't disappointed. I think that's probably the thing that I was the most excited about uh, coming away from it. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have a PlayStation 4 and probably am not likely to have one, but I'll sh- I'm sure I'll find a way to play this at some point. But uh, it was very it was very similar to Dark Souls um, in terms of the way your character controlled and the way the enemies were in the world and stuff. The biggest difference is obviously, well, if anybody's been following it, is you don't get a shield this time. You get uh, a gun instead. The gun doesn't seem to do a lot of damage. I don't know if that will change later on in the game as you get better guns, but the guns seem to be more a combo breaker for when enemies were taking a big swing at you. You could quickly pull the trigger and um, break up their combo. Or not their combo, but like just interrupt their move so you can get a quick parry in. So <coughs> it was interesting, but you also got... Mute buttons are available. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but I don't have enough, enough time. Shut up. Um, but... The other thing you got was, apparently every weapon has this, but each weapon has two modes in it. So you got a cleaver in this, it was a nice little curved cleaver which moved about quite quickly and it seemed to do a bit more damage, but you could extend the cleaver so it kind of folded out like a a shaving knife or something like that. Okay, so is it, is it a... Well, you told me to do the mute button, didn't you? So I muted myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the, the, one of the other big things I spotted about this is the enemies actually roam about. So when you're playing Dark Souls, you kind of know where everything's going to be. It's, it's very much a try and, trial and error type of game. Um, you know exactly where everybody's going to be, how they're going to react to you, how to bait them out. But there's a lot of patrolling enemies in this, and I found myself quite a few times walking around the corner, and a corner that I thought was quite safe because I'd been there a couple of minutes ago, and getting captured, getting caught in the middle of a patrol and having to fight my my way for survival. Uh, I didn't last as long as I'd like to have lasted in it, but it was very fun. The the only thing that the thing that they didn't have in the demo was there was no sort of like souls or anything like that that you collected to level up. I'm sure that's just been taken out of the demo because obviously you're not going to get a put, uh, get to anywhere where you can actually level up your character or anything but I'm interested to see how yeah. the, the level up progression is going to be in that game. I think the thing is the demo is just there to show you how the combat encounters work with the new uh, layout that they've decided to go with. Yes. And if it if you get on with it or not I had a brief bash of it. I actually quite enjoyed what I played of it. It's, I always find the Dark Souls stuff quite intimidating. This seemed, again, a little bit more friendly towards people who haven't experienced this before. Whether that pans out in real life, I don't know, but certainly from what I played, it appeared as if it wanted to be a bit more inclusive. Well, they're definitely learning, aren't they? Because uh, Dark Souls 2 is definitely a lot more accessible to people than Dark Souls 1. It's probably still wasn't quite in that direction yet. But the difficulty's still there once you get into it, and it seems like Bloodborne might be the same. Like, and it's moved a wee bit more in the other in that direction, where it's quite easy to pick up and play. But I'd imagine once you get further into the game, that typical from software uh, difficulty is going to come, going to hit you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, really want it. Del Griggy's a linear PlayStation, so I can play it when it comes out. Uh no. 
Um, <laughs> I'll be too busy playing um, Drive Club, which is a... Doing it wrong! Poor man's Forza. Wait, 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 wait a, a minute, wait Forza. a minute, wait a minute. Well, you've, you've kind of, I'm assuming you're being slightly facetious when you say that, Stuart, obviously. It's a different no type of cars. game. Wait a minute, you just said Forza. This, um, anyway, 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 yeah, before we get into a litany of list, um, I don't know about Project Cars quite yet, but Drive Club is it's a amazing. perfectly serviceable driving game so far. I don't think it, it doesn't look quite as good as Forza for me, but it, the Hanny model is pretty much on the arcade simulation front as well. It's a decent drive. The way that they're integrating all the friend stuff looks as if it could be quite interesting over time. I don't say, if you've got a PlayStation, quite frankly, you've not got a huge amount of exclusives coming at the end of this year anyway. And it looks as if it's the time that they've taken to develop it a bit more, looks as if it's been pretty well spent, to be Did honest. Did you play it last year? That's what I was going uh, to ask. No, not really. Just... Not, not a huge amount. Yeah, because I was going to go, how, if you played it last year, how did this year's match up? Um, the other thing I was going to ask as well, well was, have, did you play Lords of the Fallen? Because I know it's no. kind of Dark souls kind of game, but I think it's maybe m- a bit more arced towards like, Darksider-style combat than the traditional, but it looks very similar. I watched a few people play it, it looks really impressive. Yeah. Mm, I never got a chance of that. Then it's coming to the Xbox, um, that was the only other thing I was going to say, was the kind of half-roads. Anyway, diverting off the path. Del, how does um, Drive Club play? Does it say it's more Forza Horizon than... They've definitely, yeah, they've definitely gone down the route where you don't get humongously punished if you kind of make a bit of a mistake. They're, they're not being so tight with the controls in a simulation sense that if your back end starts to go out, it's, oh no, I've completely lost the car and I'm spinning all over the place. It's, Doing it right? Yeah, it's, it's very much in that class of you can throw a car about a little bit and it's decent fun. Uh, unlike, I mean, to be fair, unlike Project Cars, which June just mentioned, which is a bit more simulation-like and it's it's very much aiming towards a simulation crowd. Uh, that play is fantastic. I've been looking forward to that for a long time. Yeah, I've had a shot of the Xbox version and it it seemed quite nice. It, I like simulation games anyway, so I'm always going to be quite partial to it. Uh, it's not going to change your mind on simulation games, I'm pretty sure of that, but it's, just, it's pretty much as hardcore as you want it to be. That's in the week with Gran Turismo and Forza, Forza. And that, I, I, got, I got the chance to interview one of the guys and talk to him. It's some really, really crazy, cool effects in it. Because it, it registers the weather, so like in real time, to so see if it's raining at Silverstone on that day, on the day you play it, it rains in-game. Huh? And it does like a load of other kind of really cool things. Um, it it kind of looks at the F1 Tour, they can change everything on the fly, like FIFA. Like FIFA, if I can't, no, FIFA does things like if somebody breaks their leg and stuff. Project yeah. Cars is going to well, do I mean, that. We'll see, how it, we'll see how it kind of turns out, I guess. I mean, I mean it's, it's got to be a fairly niche release, I suspect. It's not going to be the sort of thing that it's going to sell in huge variety of numbers. So, uh, I'd imagine well, it's right up yours in JC Street, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm all over right. I'm all about cars. Yeah. Right. Anyway, um, I'm going to cut you off, lads. I'm going to cut it short a bit because I don't want to keep going on about all these games we play. I know there was a lot to play there, um, but I think we, we're trying to keep this episode a bit shorter, so um, sorry for cutting you all off, but we can get back and talk about these games a bit more in depth as we do progressive shows, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Is, everyone, is everyone right with that? Yeah. Um, obviously, the games side of it and the, and the show side of it is one thing, but um, the other part we can't not talk about before we disappear is the social side of Eurogamer, which is um, it's, it's on an equal footing for me, if not if not more important than the games. Um, so 
before we go, I just want to have a big shout out to everyone that we met down there. Um, everyone that we queued up with, everyone that we drank with, everyone we played board games with. Um, special mentions this year go out to uh, Trevor Phillips, the legend, came all the way over from Dubai to uh, come to Eurogamer, uh, bought me lots of drinks, we had a right good laugh with him, and um, he's, he's offered an open invitation for us to go and, uh, if we're ever in Dubai, go and uh, drink with him. So you can't say any fairer than that, can you? No. I would also like to offer my sincere apologies to Will at this point for his attempted game of bang on Saturday night, I believe, <laughs> which effectively descended into the biggest farce. It's uh, because Jay stumbled over really blind <laughs> drunk at the time uh, and was giving it. Oh, am I not invited? Drunk? Am I not invited to this fucking game? I don't. I don't think I've never been banged by Jace before, and I'm not entirely sure I want to be banged by him again. But the experience was nice. It was nice. We had a good game of that on the Sunday, didn't we, Jace? Taking a make up for it. We had um, we had lots of board games this time. Actually, you, you were kind enough to bring a few games down and. Obviously, we, we always have games of Cards Against Humanity, and we played a few games of that as well, which was which is all good and well in the bar. But I think it was really good for us to finish off the Sunday when um, the show was still packed. We'd pretty much played everything we wanted to. Um, we went upstairs in the cafe and played some board games for a bit, um, including an epic game, Munchkin, before we left. So um, that was really good. So thanks to the, um, the guys who joined us doing that, Midge and uh, Scott and John, uh, all those lads as well. Um also, obviously, a massive shout-out to all the lads from Midlife Gamer who we met up with. Um, in the pubs, obviously, loads of lads just spend all the time in the pubs. So we had lots of good laughs down in the uh, Prince of Wales and in the Blackbird as well this year. And uh, do you want to uh, tell us, Will, about the uh, the Saturday night, the Midlife Gamer um, get-together? Well, yeah. Um, we went along to that, as we do, of, of a year. And <laughs> <laughs> the, the, we had the, the, the annual quiz. And we did not write it, the quiz, didn't we? Yeah, well, this is obviously the quiz that we won last year with the, the Console Ninjas team. Um, and we, we managed to pull the win out last year. That was all well and good. So there were a few targets on our heads this time around. And, uh, well, what do you know? We uh, we only walked away with the trophies for the second year. <laughs> and we actually got trophies. Yes, they were <laughs> wonderful trophies. Yeah, they should, they should um, have engraved their names on it before they even gave them out, shouldn't they? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure they've got, got our names off for next year already. So. <laughs> That's right. Either that, they've just got a plastic sticker put on the front with your names on it. I'm not really sure which one's mine. It's just got cunts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, with the utmost respect to everybody involved, I would just like to say, get it right up, ease! <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> the right answer, but yeah. Uh, in all seriousness, uh, yeah, we 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 enjoyed the quiz again. We we did manage to win it. It was very close to the end when all the count, points were carried up, but we did win. It is the winning that counts rather than the taking part. So, uh, big thanks to everyone for that. Um, and also, yeah, just to say thanks to the Midlife Game a lot for sorting out the the event again. Obviously, loads of money was raised for charity with the auction and things that they always do. Um, and a fantastic night was had by all. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Many things you won in the raffle, Jace. All the things. <laughs> Jammy bastard, as usual. The Rafwar. <laughs> yeah, I did win an epic uh, Euro uh, Euro Truck Simulator Two T-shirt. Though, so I, uh, that, that's all that matters to me, really. I can wear that while I play the game on my PC. The funny yeah, thing yeah. about it is, I think you would have been literally the only person in the entire place to actually get excited about getting that, rather than looking at it going, "Really?" Do you know what I mean? So I think that prize was destined to go to you. It was. Oh, talking of Destined, how long did we spend this whole show wishing we were at home playing Destined? <laughs> <laughs> it 
was it was quite funny because it was something that was getting mentioned a lot, and they had Destiny on the on the show floor as well. Sparrow, I didn't see the point. Sparrow, oh, that's yeah. on it. That's on the Mars boy. He's just putting that out there. Oh, aye, the Sparrow picture was there. Oh. Um, I'm going to get that looked at in the console ninja speed. That's pretty epic. But um, in fact, it's not even on there, is it? It's, uh, on, it's on your feed, Stu. Yeah. I take a look at Stu's feed. Take a look for the Sparrow picture. But uh, as I say, Destiny was there on the show floor, but we spent most of the time there saying, I really want to be home playing Destiny right now. And the second I got back, um, and me and you got jumped into a game of Destiny the very next day, I just spent the whole time going, I wish I was back in Euro Game on now. <laughs> oh. It didn't help. There was people with uh, cosplaying and that, and I, I wish one of them was doing the Destiny dance. It would have been fun. We'll learn that shit for next year, mate. Yeah, there'll be new dances by then, I'm sure we can download them. <laughs> Anyways, I think we're going to uh, cut it short there, because um, we get up to 45 minutes, and like I said, we want to do a quick snappy show so I can get this out as soon as possible, because after so long making you lovely people wait for a show, um, it's only fair that we can get this out in good time. Um, so, if anybody else has got anything to say, shout can out now. Can we play a game of the show, just because we talked about the show? Go on then, what's you got for Game of the Show? Um, my Game of the Show, Battlefield Hardlines. I will come back in a later date and talk oh, about it. But Battlefield Hardlines. You're back, in, you're back in love with it now, are you? You fucking well, hated it too much. Check ago. out the dev session, you'll see why. Alright. Okay, Del, what you got for Game of the Show? Sunset Overdrive. Good shout, good shout. Well, Bloodborne, which Bloodborne are you choosing <laughs> for Game of the Show? <laughs> <laughs> um, aye, Bloodborne, definitely. <laughs> Okay, uh, my game of the show uh, is not Sunset Overdrive. My game of the show is Scream Ride, which I will talk about more shortly, uh, with an honourable mention going to Shadow Mordor as well. <laughs> with an honourable mention going to Prison Architects. <laughs> and the, uh, yeah, the, the, award for, for the, year? the award for going to uh, Eurogamer for 20 years in a row goes to Prison Architects. Um, so we'll see that again next year <laughs> and not play it. That's kind of ironic for a game that's all about planning as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It is. I don't know. Right, lads. Um, yeah, if nobody else got anything else to say, um, we're going to wrap it up there. Um, you're all good to say goodbye? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right then. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. If you have, um, we will promise that it won't be as long waiting for the next show. Um, obviously, we like to do quality over quantity. Um, let us know what you think about the show, whether the unedited format works for you, whether we think we should take our time and go back to edited shows, um, or if you've got any other memories to share of Eurogamer when we were too drunk to know what we were doing. Um, any of those things or anything else you've got to say, get in touch with us. The usual places, console. I've even <laughs> forgot it's been that long. Oh, <laughs> dear. Okay, no, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. At console underscore ninjas on the Twitter and console ninjas podcast at gmail.com on the emails. Um, get in touch and we will be back with you very shortly. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye, boys. <laughs> I'm, I'm, edit- I'm editing that bit. Stop. Stop.